one. All right, guys, welcome to this new edition of uh, Too Much Pod Tar, uh, live edition here, as the MLB trade deadline is sneaking up on us here. Uh, we're Thursday at 5 o'clock, uh, so we're less than 24 hours away from the deadline. We've already seen a bunch of trades, you know, over the last few days, and there's still seeing a lot of rumors, like you see on the, the bottom there, which is scrolling, that Padres are ne- nearing a deal for Max Scherzer. So today I got on Johnny Black and Yehuda Swartz to discuss this, discuss all the latest. So welcome, welcome to the show, guys. How are you guys doing? Thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's always been... a pleasure. <laughs> oh yeah, me, especially me and you. We're always we're always on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're not off the rails yet. <laughs> not yet. But we'll see what happens. Uh, one of the first deals I want to talk about is obviously as a Yankee fan, Joey Gallo to the Yankees. So it's, in my opinion, it's a really good deal for them. They get a left-handed bat that which they've been really, really struggling with this year. You know, Brett Gardner's Brett Gardner and Ruben Odor, they only left-handed bats. So they needed somebody that can the power hitter like that for Yankee Stadium. That's just, and they didn't really. In my opinion, they didn't give up much. They and they also get cash from the Rangers, so that's it was a really good deal for them. So it's, uh, I know I see a lot of Yankees Twitter saying like, "Oh, strike! What about strikeouts? He strikes out so much." But the guy he lifts the ball in the air. The Yankees are the leading team in double plays this year, so it's it's going to be a change. It's going to be a good change for their lineup. Plus, he gets you guys on base. He's like on base. I think he has a walk rate of seven point something percent. Which also yeah. will help. Uh, I, okay, great. You're leading with double plays, but he also isn't that bad of a base runner. He's a smart no. base runner, not a fast one, but he's smart. So he won't get as many double plays as people are making it out to be. Yeah, he only well, hit, he's only hit two, the two double plays. So, well, that's the thing too with Gallo is that it seems like. Yankee fans especially, but, I mean, other fans of baseball, like when they look at it from the outside, they think Gallo, I mean, the dude, first of all, the Yankees have the biggest outfield in the world. Which, if they had put Stanton in left, Judge in right, <laughs> Gallo in center, I mean, it's, this is like an offensive line. But aside from that, like, Gallo is a great defensive outfielder. Right. And he's got six stolen bases this year. Granted that it's not all of base running, but I mean, a lot of I think a lot of uh, a lot of baseball people, a lot of fans especially, they look at Gallo and he he's like, oh, he's a home run, a walker, a strikeout. You know, the three true outcome hitter. Why don't we need another one of those? But they forget that he's a great. He's actually according to outs above average, he grades the highest of any right fielder in baseball this year. He's basically a gold glove right fielder. Yeah. You know, and, and he's got six stolen bases. The guy can run. You know, it, he's more he's more than just a power hitter, is what I'm saying. Like, and, and that's what I think a lot of people forget about Gallo. Yeah, he's about his another thing on his defense, he's got thirteen defensive runs saved this year and which leads the league. So Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a gold glove caliber right fielder. And he's adequate in center. Yeah. And he'll he'll be fine in left too if they if they put him there. So if they put him there, yeah, he'll be oh he'll be even better in left. 
Yeah, I mean, and then the Yankees are also talking about having, you know, actually finally putting Stanton out in the outfield, so they're ha- they can have an outfield of Stanton, Judge, and Gallo, and so that would be a really solid outfield. That's insane. So, yeah, something I was very confused about when they traded for Stanton, he his entire career played the outfield for Miami. He wasn't bad, bad, and then all of a sudden he comes to the Yankees, and all of a sudden there's a notion that he can't play the outfield. And I think them and not putting him there did not help his cause. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Stanton's a solid outfielder defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he gets regular playing time out there, like you said, you would like you know, if you don't play out there for two weeks at a time because you're DHing and then all of a sudden they throw you out there, you know, you you kind of lose your, you know, it's almost like hitting. You kind of lose your yeah. groove, you know. Hundred percent. And just to talk about some of the prospects the Yankees gave up uh, for a second. Uh, the the deal was for also Yankees got Jolie Rodriguez uh, in return, lefty lefty reliever uh, for right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto. Uh, infielders Ezekiel Duran, Trevor Halver, and Josh Smith, um, and they're all in the top thirty of the Yankees prospects, but. They're really not guys that they. I mean, they're guys that the Yankees could give up because they have such a log jam on in like middle infield. They they have such good depth there that they don't. They it doesn't. It's not even that big of a deal to lose guys like that. They didn't give up. Obviously, didn't lose Jason Dominguez. Nobody's gonna trade. I mean, they're not gonna trade for him. Uh, but they also didn't uh, give up Anthony Volpe, who was their first round pick in 2019, or. Was it 2020? I forget what year. Oh, I think it's 2019. Yeah, uh, they also didn't lose as Waller Peraza, uh, Luis Steele, Luis Medina, a bunch of their top pitching prospects. You know, David Garcia is still there. Clark, uh, Clark Smith, even they originally somebody I forget who it was, but somebody said that he was involved in the deal, but he ended up not being. Well, they they still held on to a lot of their depth, which is really solid. Right. The one thing is Duran in the newer rankings is ranked number five or number six. I forgot which in the top 30. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's he also plays center. He plays second and center field. So that actually, I mean, it, the Yankees technically could have used him for and made him an outfielder. But again, they have depth also over there. I mean, from what I've seen, he's not going to be a. I don't think he's really going to be a good that good of an outfielder. I think he's better off staying mm-hmm. in the field. Yep, one hundred percent. Another thing that I was surprised about is none of Clint Frazier, um, Esteban Florial, or Miguel Andar went in that deal. I was very surprised because the Yankees have talked about for ages how that they have a logjam in their outfield with the prospects, and they have this guy who's playing out of position and this guy who can't play here, this guy can't play here. And they could have easily traded one of them well, and saved their prospect thefts. I'm not surprised at all. It's they don't have any trade value at all. Like they, they lost, they should have traded them last year uh, or they should have traded Frazier last year, but like they, they just didn't do it soon enough because they lost all their value. They just don't have any I means for where's what the hell is Andrew Hart going to play? He does not, he's not in that adequate uh, defender at all. So, Right. It's true. They lost value in they lost value in Florial too. 
because I've, I've said from the beginning, and Alex can attest to this, that I said in the beginning that this kid's not going to be a major league player. He's just not. And he had such a high upside a, a few years ago. But he's, he's, he's just a way, way, too swing, way too much swing and miss in his game. And it's just not he – can't, he can't get to his game power. So his, his play is all speed. It started to look and, a little bit better this year, but I'm still not too high on him yet. Like, just, I'm just not sold on him, and I think a lot of scouts now from other teams have seen him now, and they're like thinking the same thing. They're like, "Well, we're not, we're not using, you know, if we trade with the Yankees, we're not thinking Florial is going to be like a centerpiece. No. You know, he'll be a throw-in at this point. So he kind of lost his value. Frazier lost his value. Like, you know." Yeah. I think the Yankees did a great job, though, not giving up, like you said, Alex, like not giving up Volpe, Luis Gill, Luis Medina, Kochschmidt, like guys like that, you know, Peraza. You know, they held on to their top-notch prospects. But granted, Duran was, you know, he's up there. Yeah. So I'll give him that. But, you know, you have to give up something to get something. So. Yeah, exactly. It's like all these – People like always trying to like prospect hug and stuff. Like you, there's you get there's guys you got to give up at some point. Like they're you don't draft people to keep every single guy. Like, yep, it's true. But, it comes down to the point of what what you're willing to give up, and this is when negotiations happen. You know, they're like, all right, are you going to take this guy? No, we don't want this guy. We want this guy. No, we don't want that guy. Okay, so let's see if we can work. Maybe we give you two more prospects, lower level, instead of this guy or whatever. You know, right. I mean, you look at you look at any kind of negotiations, even in the fantasy league. <laughs> you know how that shit goes. Yeah. You know, and you're like, all right, I'll give you this guy for a first round draft pick, like in dynasty league or something like that. And you know, you work it out. I, I'd imagine it's basically the same with these guys. You know, how, how can it be much different, really? It's just they have knowledge of the players that we don't, but. Right. You know, I think the Yankees made a great move getting Gallo. Gallo's a top-notch player. He's a top-20 player in the league. I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah, Maybe he likes it there. Maybe you sign him. Yeah, I mean, they he's they still got him for next year too, so they still have time to decide. Oh, that. does he have another year? I thought he was a rental. No, he's got two years, so or a year and a half now. But oh, all right, so there you go. Same thing, it's the same thing with Rodriguez. He's got next year too. So it was a good deal all around. Yeah, and then another interesting thing with the Yankees, they were talking about trading Voit, uh, which. Would be interesting because if they do that, they would probably be going after Story at that point because they're gonna if they trade Voight, they're gonna move DJ to first, Glaber over back over to second, and then have Story at short. So that would make sense to not have Voight because if you trade for Story, then you, like Voight doesn't have a spot. So, mm -hmm. and then you're talking about trading one of those top five, top seven guys that you mentioned before. Yeah, definitely. Then that's. And that's what makes this reality even more, even bigger, because now you have room to make another move like that. Right. I think I was very, I was very confused on Twitter. People were saying that Ogal is going to cost a boatload. He, he won't, because 
you can get a corner outfield bat with power almost anywhere. You can't get a shortstop with gold glove defense and power and average anywhere, meaning the price for Gallo, people were misevaluating, but people are evaluating story correctly, which I found very interesting. There's so many players, for example, Kyle, Kyle Schwarber is essentially very similar to Joey Gallo in terms of the type of player they are. Left-handed hitter with pop and uh, some strikeouts here and there, okay speed, and okay defense. I have to disagree. Gallo is much better player than Schwarber. I agree. He's a much yes, better defender. Schwarber is horrible in the outfield. Yes. yes, that's that's fair. But the thing, in terms of the type of bat you're getting, those are two very similar bats. Eh, I don't know. I think the Gallo's better. Schwarber had one month. Gallo is for sure better. It's not even. A I mean, I don't know. I, I Gallo Gallo is a top twenty player in the league, in my opinion. Like top uh, twenty overall. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And when you get in yeah. that for not giving up a top prospect, you know, aside from Duran, but I mean, I don't know. I think I, I really yeah. think the Yankees did a steal here. We'll see how it works out, obviously, but. So I know this is a baseball pod, but the NBA is taking some heat from the—I mean, taking some steam from the from baseball because Shams just tweeted that the Lakers and Wizards are engaged on a trade talk that would send Russell Westbrook to LA. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh my God! <laughs> that, that's that's like hell of a time to for that to be happening. Oh, this is a draft tonight? NBA yeah. draft? Yeah. Good Lord. Trying There's to steal the spotlight. Yeah. And NHL free agency was going. I was getting a billion notifications about that. So, I mean, everybody's trying to steal baseball spotlight. Yeah, there's tons of stuff going on, man. I like to see it, though. It's yeah, a great the thing at the end of July. Olympics you know? On too. Football a month away. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any updates on Scherzer yet? I haven't seen Um, any. No, there hasn't been anything on Scherzer yet, although there were several names that I did hear from a scout that were being spit out, including Mojeron. You remember him? Adrian Mojeron, he has Tommy John surgery, came up. So his name was spit around in that deal. So it's just interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on – well, I know you said – Artino said something that the he feels that Brian and Baez could be moved soon. Yeah, same thing with Kimbrough. Yeah. I don't – I'm not – They're on their really way out. Chicago, Chicago's out. I don't trust Martino that much, though. I'm surprised Seattle's hasn't done more. <laughs> Yeah, Seattle has enough. 
Yeah, but they're they're gonna make a bazillion moves like. Yeah, exactly. But, for, like a, for like a bunch of little players that all add up to be decent contributors. Yeah. Like you remember back in 2018, I believe, when the Dodgers traded with the Blue Jays for Daniel Hudson. Hudson was not having a good season up to that point, and he comes into the Dodgers as having he does great for them in the stretch run, does great for them in the postseason. I mean, he was not their MVP, but he was up there as one of their top contributors in the postseason. So there's going to be players like that that haven't had the greatest of years, get flipped, change the scenery. There they go. They bust out. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny because when I did the I did the Seattle Mariners, the trade deadline preview, and they were 50 and 43 at the time, and I called them sellers. And one of the one of the guys they were selling was Kendall Graveman. Yeah, and it was like, all right, well, there's seven games over five hundred in a wild card race, but they they wound up trading them. Yeah, I I actually thought they were gonna be like buyers, but I that he, that was one of the guys I knew I thought they would be trading them. I mean, trading. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually had him. Uh, what was the? I did the Reds. I th- I said he would I he said he was one of their one of their trade targets. Yeah, uh, the, the Mariners as long as the Poto's there, mm-hmm. they're just gonna trade people. Yeah, he just can't help himself. No. <laughs> the old Sherman just tweeted out the following: the, the team, the Mets. Since they match up with best at the moment is the Cubs. If that happens, will it be for a smile such as Zach Davies to help cover innings? Rest away, Bryant's bat versatility, Kimbrell to have late game killer, a combo. So I think these kind of tweets usually are hints to what the discussions that are going on. So looks like at this moment that the Mets are trying to package either starter hitter or hitter reliever. Hey, you send them. Maybe you send them Shapuki and uh, Mauricio. He's got no value right now. Why not? Left-handed starter. I know he's a left-handed starter, but he has to get a nerve uh, transportation thing. His elbow. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always been injured. It's just another injury. I feel bad for him. I know him, but like it, he doesn't have much value at the moment. Yeah, I don't think Matt Allen is on the table though. Nah, so, I not on the table. so I don't know what the Mets trade as far as okay, if they can if they get in uh, yeah, I don't know. They got Vientos, they got Mauricio. Yeah. Vientos and Mauricio are the big names, but Yeah, because they're not trading Alvarez or Beatty. Those guys no. are staying. Yeah. And they're probably not trading Allen. I would say that like a little bit of a gap and then the next tier of players is like Pico Armstrong also probably untradeable and then you get to Vientos and Mauricio who are like we don't want to trade them unless it's a big deal then Jin's also probably in that category even though he was just drafted he's been very good yeah well they're not trading Coral Armstrong I, oh, I yeah. highly doubt that yeah 
They can't. They've been lo- they've been looking for a center fielder for years, and I mean, I, I I highly doubt they trade him. He's their future in the outfield, especially with the contract situation with Conforto and Nimmo coming up. Yep. There's there's no way they're trading Crow Armstrong, no. Matt Allen. No. Top pitching prospect, no way. You know, if Mauricio and Vientos and a couple lower levels will get you Bryant and Kimbrell, I could see it. Yeah, I don't think they'd pair both of those together. I would say that they would give something like Mauricio, and they have a guy named Jalen Palmer who's going to probably yeah. shoot to the top 100 list if he continues hitting like he's hit this season. It's not like he's hit like from June on. He's hit the entire season. He's got potential for five tools. He's just growing into his body now. So those kind of players come around all the time. So I think he could get put in the deal, and then they've got a left-handed starter down there in Jose Buto, who's been getting better and better as years go on. I could see him being in the Mets' top 10 prospects very soon. So if you put those three together, I think you could get yourself Bryant and Kimbrell. The other thing that I did notice is there was some chatter from Martino about J.D. Davis. So if J.D. Davis is included, you take out one or two of those players. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Well, welcome Carson to the live show. Another Twins fan here. What's up, Carson? What's we're going on, over everybody? The, we're taking over the show. The Twins fans are taking over the show. I love it. <laughs> we got two new... We got Two New Yorkers and two Minnesotas. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are Mets and Yankees, so you, you're basically, yeah. we're, you know, we're not split. Opposites. <laughs> yep, it's true. But it's Barrios has to go. Barrios has to go. Although I hate to see him go. Oh, I've been I've been preparing myself for it for the last forty eight hours because I know he's going to be on the move. Yeah, it sucks. He's one of the last people I see. I'd like to see. What going. about? I mean, I'd rather. What about Colum A. Colum A. Rogers oh, and uh, Robles? What about those three? Rogers is the only one that's worth anything. Yehuda, are you trying to get my blood pressure up already? <laughs> oh, Colum A. I, even... I hated that signing. Signing him in the offseason, I hated it. Hansel Robles, I had hoped for. But Colome, I knew he was going to be garbage. I even tweeted about it in the not He's the game with the football him. score, but but the the other the the game before that where Colome gave up the game tying home run to Robbie Gross Robbie Grossman of all people, of course a former twin. I tweeted out, I hate Alex Colome. Yep. Alex Colomay is horrible. There's no value in that. If they could package Colomay and Robles for like a rookie A player, I'd be fine with it. I would be. (laughs) Just get rid of him. Just get rid of him. Rogers is a different story. Taylor Rogers, the he Taylor Rogers and Tyler Duffy are the only two that have been any good in the bullpen this year. Oh, a hundred percent. So. I'd like to hang on to Rogers, but he's also 30 years old. Yeah. And, you know, he's got one more year. I wouldn't be shocked if they were at least taking calls on Rogers, just kind of feeling feeling out what's out there. I think they're taking calls on everybody. 
I think they're yeah, ready to true. move the whole team. Yeah, basically, yeah. they should. You know, I'd like to see Hap, Hap and Pineda, get rid of them too, for organizational depth. Just get rid of them. I think I saw earlier the Padres were interested in Pineda, but granted, that was before the Scherzer news came out. They may still be interested if it's if it's going to cost them, you know, next to nothing. Yeah. Get rid of the payroll. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and get a lower level prospect. You hey, you never know. Coming up. Yeah. A big free agency coming up this this off season. So, I mean, if you get rid of the payroll, you could spend a little bit more. Yeah, it's yeah, not like the twins. Spend yeah, the twins money, aren't but... the twins aren't exactly known for, yeah. for spending in the free agency market. Although I'd I'd be interested to see if they can move Donaldson. Yeah. No. Buxton's not getting extended. We gave him I his don't offer. Think he does either. We gave him his offer. He's on a trade mm -hmm. block now. Yeah. I mean I saw yeah. I saw people on Twitter discussing the discussing that news and everybody was saying, Oh, Buxton deserves at least a hundred million. And I'm kinda of thinking to myself, he does when he's healthy, and that's the main problem, is the poor yeah. guy just can't stay healthy. Well, he's got all the talent in the world. Absolutely. Buxton's a free right. agent after what season? Next year. Okay, after so next maybe, year. maybe a good fit is the Mariners. I mean, they have Ooh. outfielders there, but to get Too him... Too many outfielders. Yeah, they have, they have so many. I know they have some. Yeah, the Mar that, that, that defense, that dynamic on the bases for a season and a half, I think it may be worth it for them just to jumpstart their playoff run. They weren't supposed to be this good this quickly. Maybe they could go and expedite it slightly. Nah. I think I think the Mariners, I think they're – like I said, I still think they're sellers because I Plus don't think they're – they're good enough this year. Plus, they, they need their pitching. Center field anyway. Yeah, Kyle Lewis. They got Jake Fraley. They had Jared Kalanick, Julio Rodriguez. They, they they have a glut of outfielders. Tremel. I don't think I don't think Buxton. I don't think Buxton really helps them. Yeah. As far as worth being like worth trading anything of value. You know, I honestly don't think – I mean, I saw the report, too, like they were saying the Mariners were in talks with the Twins for Barrios. I honestly don't think the Mariners are going for it this year. I think they're going to trade Kyle Seager. They're going to send him off because he's been there his whole career, never made the playoffs. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Someone could use a third baseman, power-hitting left-hander. You know, I, I just don't think the Mariners – that that. They're starting rotation right now. What are they doing? Even if they add Barrios, what are they doing in the playoffs? They have Kikuchi, Marco Gonzalez. I mean, come on. You're not comparing to the rest of the American League. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just don't have it. So they what just don't have it this year. Go for Buxton. I could see. Buxton, I could see for the Mets. 
I, I inquired yeah. with the Mets executive about it. He said that they're as, interested. As a fill-in. Until Pete Coral Armstrong comes out. Pete Coral Armstrong is 19. Yeah, I know. But they you know, give it no another interest. year. They have, no, they have no interest in him. I know that for a fact. Right. Hmm. Maybe Milwaukee? Yeah. Maybe. Milwaukee? That's not a bad fit. I mean, Lorenzo, Kane is, Lorenzo Kane's on his last legs, and he's in the last year of his deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got Bucks in a play Ooh, center no, next year no, before no, Hassel. Before Hassel comes up, I mean, uh, before uh, Mitchell, no. not Hassel. Yeah, Mitchell, Garrett yeah. Mitchell. Before Garrett Mitchell comes up, give a Garrett Mitchell another year in the minors. The San Francisco Giants. Center. That's another one. Yep. Yeah, that'd that'd be, they that'd be a great fit. Like they that. don't have a single true center fielder that's been performing. Yeah, they have Duggar, but he's not anything special. No, right. you know, Yastrzemski is a corner and right. corner outfielder. So they have Yastrzemski, yeah. Dickerson, Lamonte, Wade, Duggar, Slater. That's that's who they're fielding in their outfield. Yeah, rough. I mean, are you serious? Seriously, honestly, good old Lamonte are, Wade. There really aren't many true center fielders in the league. And Buxton, when he plays, he's dominant. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best defensive center fielder in baseball. Oh, absolutely. No keywords, keywords when he plays. No, yeah, that's yeah. that's the issue is he can't stay healthy. And that's that's I think why yeah. everybody everybody's saying on Twitter he deserves a hundred million dollars in this extension. He does when he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All I right. Ken Rosenthal just tweeted out an update on Scherzer. Sources say other teams are trying to top the Padres offer for Scherzer. Nationals and Padres essentially have agreed on players in the trade situation may be complicated by Scherzer's ability to veto any trade and effectively choose his next club. Yeah. He's always going to the West Coast. We know that. Yeah. So, I I know I said I didn't trust Martina, but he just said that not everyone involved believes Bryant will be moved. Which, uh, Interesting. That's. Huh? I don't believe that though. I think you will be because the, the Cubs are going to sell. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. I think Brian will definitely be gone. See, I I think it's a mistake for the Cubs to le- let Brian go and keep Baez. If I they're trading, about this. If they are trading any single one of their hitters. They have to trade all of them. Well, I think they should trade all of them. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But so, if yeah. you're gonna keep bias and no trade Bryant, I, 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 I just I mean, don't Baez see. Bias literally said. I mean, I'm sorry to say that the Mets are getting everybody, but that Bias literally said without saying it, Steve Cohn, please sign me this offseason. In that interview, yeah. where he said he wants to, play yeah, he literally was going down on two knees saying, Steve Cohn, I will give you a discount. I want to play with Lindor. Please sign me. He said he'd even shift, basically, I'll shift to second base. I just want to play with Lindor. Yes. Well, then maybe he's going to wait for, you know, he's a free agent at the end of the year, so there you go. Maybe the Mets don't have to trade for him. The Mets can can use a bat. The Mets can, can use defense up the middle. The Mets could use also a pitcher from the Cubs. The Cubs would be stupid not to even give them a slight little discount because otherwise I don't know who's going to trade for Baez 
at a good price. Well, that's the problem, too. And I remember talking to Joey, who's a Cubs fan. And I remember we're talking about this, I think, last year, or it might have been the year before, talking about if you had a choice to sign one or the other, would it be Baez or Bryant? And I said, Bryant. It's not even a question. I'd rather sign Bryant. He's more versatile. Granted, he's not the defensive player at shortstop that Baez is, but he's more versatile and he's a better better hitter, and he'll age better. Um, I I don't think Baez ages well. I think that Baez, Baez is not a good hitter. Baez correct. is not a good hitter. Correct, but he puts he put up more consistent numbers. Brian, remember, Bryant had like that two, three years where he just fell off the beaten path. Injuries and just not hitting well. And then he's back to being Chris Bryant this season. But Javi Baez was always a 260 hitter with 30 home runs, uh, a dozen uh, to 20 stolen bases, gold glove defense. I mean, he, he all, we always knew what he was. Bryant was this player. Then he was bad. Then he was this player. and like. But he wasn't. See, that's the thing. Bryant wasn't bad. He wasn't a bad player. No. It was, was bad, bad by his standards because he was he won the MVP in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. he fell off a little bit. But all I'm saying is that as they get older, I just think Baez is going to age poorly. The defense is not going to be there. And the bat speed that allows him to hit at least 260 because he swings at everything, that bat speed is going to be gone by the time he's 32. Can I surprise you and with a couple of statistics? He's going to be garbage. All right. In Go ahead. 2015, he batted 289, 2016, 273, 2017. Batting average isn't impressive. You can stop with batting average. I don't care about batting average. It's garbage. It's a garbage stat. Okay, so what's that? I'm sorry, point? but he's been, give he's me OPS. Been, give me OPS. OPS? Okay, good. 2015, yeah. 733. 16, 737. 17, 796, 18, 880, 19, 847, 20, 599, this year, 775. Okay. He's been decent. He hasn't been bad. He's had a couple years over 800. Yeah. You know, and that's good. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying the, the, the games they play, the way they play the game, Baez ages poorly, and Bryant will age better. That's why I think, like, if you're signing someone, uh, trading for them is one thing for this year. I get it. You know, Baez gives you the defense and everything. But signing one of them to a long-term deal, we're talking next five, six, seven years. I'm sorry, but I'd rather sign Bryant. I hear that. Yeah. You I know what I mean? That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying one's better than the other at this point because Baez is, I mean, he's a goal of shortstop. I, I get it. You know, all I'm saying is long-term deal. After this year, when these guys become free agents, are you locking up Baez until he's 35? I'd rather lock up Bryant until he's 35. He can play first, at least hit a little. Baez, I think, is going to fall off. Because a lot of his game is predicated on speed 
reaction oh, time hold, hold and bat speed. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to disturb you guys, but the Dodgers are acquiring Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy. I just saw that from passing. Danny yeah. Duffy. Danny Duffy. So that's their why. That's, that's a their great. Back, that's their backup that to server. That's a great deal, though. Duffy has been consistent. He's been injured, but he's been very good. And that gives them another lefty as insurance for in case Kershaw can't go and be uh, be who he was because of his health. And they need a lefty in that rotation. I mean, they have areas, but they need another lefty in there for the playoffs. That's a good deal for them. Would they give up, though? I mean, they give up garbage, I'm sure. They'll probably give up one of their depth outfielders like DJ Peters or Luke Grayley, Zach Rex, those guys. They have a surplus. Oh, I don't even think – yeah, I don't even think they'd give up Peters. It's got to be someone outside the top 25, I would think. Yeah. Right. All right, see you tomorrow. I mean, Duffy – I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's a depth piece right there. Yep. Playoff run. You know, spot starter, lefty, long reliever. That's basically what Duffy's going to be for the Dodgers. Yeah. It's a good Pass- move. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Passon just tweeted Duffy is currently on the injured list with a flexor strain, but is expected to return. He has no trade protection. He's expected to waive. Longest starter, he could wind up pitching in a high-leverage multi-inning relief spot for the Dodgers. He is a free agent this winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good depth pickup. Yeah. Long, long, long relief. Yeah. That's what it, you know what that is? Yeah. That's that's we give we gave up nothing for a guy who's going to give us a few innings in September to save our bullpen for the playoffs. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's what that move is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Dodgers have that luxury. Mm-hmm. Oh, in a live game right now, uh, the Phillies and Nationals just tied the game at seven-seven. Ramudo tied it. Oh, hmm. I'm surprised the Phillies haven't made a move yet. Yeah, aside from aside from getting Tyler Anderson, <laughs> but I mean, you know. Uh, Chris, I was, on the move. I was expecting the Phillies to be in the mix for a starter, like a real starter, not Tyler Anderson. <laughs> yeah, which they didn't even end up getting. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they need that. Um, and they need bullpen help. Yeah, Chris Bryant just left the field after the game, emotional. He he knows he's gone. He's being traded. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, they said Scherzer was, Scherzer was like hugging everybody today after his start. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised they let him pitch. Slightly. Surprised. I was very. I was very. I was pretty surprised they let him pitch. Yeah. Well, they had to show he was healthy because he came out of his last start. So they wanted to show other teams that he's healthy. I'm surprised they let him go six innings. I yeah. thought they'd let him go like two or three. I just feel yeah. like, yeah, you know, he's throwing ninety-seven. He's good, you know. But yeah, well, that was that was the that was one of the reasons I was surprised too, is because with him coming out of his last start, 
you know, he, I thought for sure that they'd let him sit just to keep his trade value. Why risk it? But well, they wanted to show it. Yeah. You know, other teams are going to be asking for medicals, and then of course Scherzer has to approve the trade. Yep. So time constraints. I think they figured they'd just throw him out there today, let him pitch a few innings, show he's healthy. Yeah. I'm surprised, like I said, he went six, but you know. Well, the Dodgers are officially out on Scherzer because Bob Nuttingdale just tweeted that they're still trying to acquire him. Oh, well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Oh, oh Bob. <laughs> Scherzer to the Padres, official. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mets, Mets players started ripping on Bob. Oh, Bob. They have like three or four players that every single time Bob tweets anything, they go, quote the tweet, and say hashtag Bob. That's how bad he's oh, going. Dude, he, oh, is, he, he is the worst. The worst. Like he's, I feel bad for him because he gets attacked by everybody, but like, and he's trying to do his job. Did, did you ever to... look? Guys, sorry. No, what the oh, hell is that? That was a tornado. Yeah, going on? <laughs> is there going on right now? <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I thought at first. I was like, oh. <laughs> But I have some Yankees juice. Everson per- Perara was just pulled from the Tampa Tarpons game in the sixth inning. Oh. Peraza? Yeah. Or per- no, Perara. Everson Perara. Oh, oh. Peraria. Peraria, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it was Peraza, I'd be mad. I was going to say Peraza. Pra- it must no, be a major Peraza, deal. You should be happy. <laughs> no, I don't want to give up him. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I thought deal. if it was Peraza, I'd be like, wow, that's a major deal then. But it's Perara? Yeah, whatever. He's, I mean, he's still one of the top prospects, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's – I mean, he's also Rule rule 5 eligible, too, so that's probably why they might want to trade him. Mm, yeah. See, that's – yeah. See, that's what they mentioned about the Yankees, too, is they have a lot of, a lot of guys who are Rule 5 eligible. Yeah, Glenn Otto is one. Yeah, I want somebody so, to get the next Akil Badu. Yeah, or the next Johan Santana, yeah, or the next Johan Santana. Rule five draft. Johan Santana was a rule five draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Whitlock also. Oh, don't remind me of that one. That was, Who? That was the Yankees. <laughs> that was one the Yankees had, and they lost in Rule five to the Red Sox. Hey, those Ryan rule five Bloom picks, man. You never know. Fine Bloom deliberately went and picked a Yankees player just to stuff it in their face. Yeah. Oh, of course they did. Of course <laughs> they did. <laughs> those rule five picks, man. You never know. Yeah. It's it's just that you're locked in once you take them. You yep. know, that's the problem with it. You yeah, know, you Detroit had no problem taking Akil Badu because – they knew they were rebuilding. So yep. so what if we have to have money active roster all year? You know. Didn't matter. That, that's the that's the chance you take though. If you're a if you're a contending team, you're not taking rules five picks. Right. Because you don't I mean, you want them locking up a roster spot. Spring and then you trade them. Well, that too. You could do that too. But I mean, once the, once spring training is over, once the rosters come up, you have to have them only twenty five men. Yeah, twenty six. 
Oh, 26 now. Yeah. For the rest of the year. <laughs> for the whole year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to pay the the fine. But, I mean, what is it, 50 grand? I mean, it's not like it's a yeah. big deal. But Get this. The player in return for uh, for Danny Duffy is our favorite player. Player to be named later. Oh, oh yeah. The Sounds PT right. NFL. <laughs> yep. Our, our, our two favorite players are player to be named later and TBA. Oh, passing yeah. saying it's players uh, to be named Ooh. later. Oh, who was it in the chat? Livy, I think, came out yesterday and was like, well, who's this player to be named later? What I, I forget what trade it was. Oh, the Sessa trade. I think it was yeah, it was a Sessa trade. And he's like, Who's the player to be named later? Uh, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, that might not happen for another few months. So uh, <laughs> like it's true, but but they have different the way some people don't understand the way it works. They have tiers of players for player to be named later. Like they oh, yeah, like yeah. Shane Boz, that's like the high tier of player to be named later. Then you have the player to be named later. That like gets released twenty games into the next season from right. the Dominican Summer League. Yep. Yeah. There's yeah. There's <laughs> there's a wide latitude there. Mm-hmm. It's basically the other team yeah. saying, "Just throw us a player for organizational depth." Uh-huh. You know, so we so we can fill our uh, rookie A roster. Right. I'm also a big fan of uh, cash considerations. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your international pool money. Oh, that's another oh, great that's, one. That's the best. Yeah. That's a good one. Hey, you remember what, when the Yankees, right before they signed Domingos, were, uh, they were cashing up on uh, the international bonus pool money. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's got some good value. It does. It does. Wow. You know what I will never understand? Players that are like 18 years old, you put them straight onto the top 100 prospects list. Really? First of all, you have no clue what's going to happen with a 17, 18-year-old. And second of all, you're putting a, that kind of pressure on the kid? Come on, give him a break. So the, the felony charge for Marcel Zuna was dropped. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he still is never playing another game in no, a race. No, he's not. Nope. No way. Even though he would be a nice trade deadline piece for them, he ain't playing another game. No. I don't think Bauer's playing another game either. I don't Bauer's think. career is over. Marcelo Zuna's career is over. Um, I don't know who else. Roberto Zuna probably – he hasn't been signed yet. If he hasn't oh, he... been signed yet, he's gone for sure. Raldis Chapman's still pitching. So is Domingo Herman. Yeah. Yeah. So you know why? Why? Let me let me ask you, why? Why is it different for certain players? I think it. Why really do these has things to do with the player reaction? I think it has to do with the remorsefulness. If they're genuinely remorseful, if well, the player takes care of the situation, if the player uh, fixes the family matter and keeps their family together. For example, Familia when he had it. He stayed married, and him and his wife are good. Um, with Chapman, I think they fixed up the whole situation. Herman, the kid was crying. Like, uh, I, I'm sorry, even though he was, these people go nuts and do these kind of things. 
but it really has to do with the reaction, I think. Yeah, but how come it's uh, – I mean, I'll go across all sports. What about Ray Rice? He pushed his fiance. They still got married. So really? why wasn't that – why wasn't that? He fixed his relationship. They still got married after that incident, and yet he was still blackballed from the NFL. I'm just taking it to another sport, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, there, it just seems that it's just strange to me that I think, honestly, all these guys the, can go the through this stuff. Have, mm-hmm. The fans have a have some pull on this, honestly. I, I think it is. I think it's very much, and I, I think it's wrong, to be honest with you. I think it's wrong. I mean, I think I, I – and. Obviously, I'm not agreeing with domestic violence or any kind of violence like that. But I'm just saying it's odd to me that some players seem to get away with it. And some players Mm -hmm. are blackballed and that's it for their career. They're done. Like, it Mm -hmm. just seems like it's not – and it's not a consistent thing. I understand what you're saying, Yehuda. Like, as far as, like, remorsefulness and things like that. And personally, when I read about the Chapman thing, and I read the court documents too with Chapman and stuff, and I thought he would be able to bounce back from that because I I didn't think it was as bad as the public made it sound. Reading the court documents themselves and what was shown in court. And that's what I think a lot of the fandom of any team and of any player doesn't see. They hear what they hear on Twitter and Instagram and like see what they see and everything like that. And there's a judgment. There's a snap judgment. And I think it's with a lot of people now, obviously with social media, everything's immediate. And I think from reading the court documents and exactly what was said under oath and what was testified to, I think that's what a lot of fans should actually look into before making that judgment on a player and saying, well, he's this or he did this or he did that, you know, like, I mean, the whole thing with Bauer. Yeah. We all know Bauer's, you know, he seems like an asshole anyway. You know, I'll be honest with everybody. He just seems like an asshole, but what, what's the situation that actually happened? Like we know what we see on Twitter, and we the know second, the second that he got his big contract, uh oh, we got a problem. It just seems like I I don't know, I don't know. Some things mm-hmm. just seem like out of sorts with that. Now I'm not exonerating the guy. Like I said, always seems like a douchebag, but whatever. You know. Yep. It just There's seems like the whole situation. Crazy. It oh, it just seems like the whole situation with him with this girl, it just seems odd to me, the way it all happened. Yep. The fact that she went back for a second time. Now, granted, I get the fact that he hit her and like she was unconscious and stuff like that. Like I get it, but it it just just seems off to me, the whole thing. Uh-huh. There's, seems another, there's another policy that I don't like with sports is the firearms. You see these different players getting caught with firearms. 
I've got three questions for these players. Number one, why on earth do you need a firearm? You're a professional athlete. You could use yourself. Number two, you're a professional athlete. Hire a bodyguard if you want a, a firearm. And number three, are you, uh, like, is there something wrong with your head? You don't bring a firearm with you to an airport or you don't bring it into an area where you're not allowed to. If you're buying a firearm, you should know the law about it. And all these players that just go back to playing sports after getting arrested for that, I don't understand it. If you had a job, a regular job in the workplace, and you got arrested for a firearm, you would you would not be allowed back in your workplace. Why is sports any different? Mm-hmm. Well, that goes with a lot of things, too. I mean, like, look at smoking weed. It's legal in some places. It's not legal in others. Yeah. For the firearms thing, it's legal in some states to – to open carry, it's le- not legal in others. You have to know the rules, and that's the bottom you're line with this. It, it's even you don't need it. Look, if you're an athlete and you're looking to make millions and millions of dollars, you need to know the rules. Whether it has to do with firearms, drugs, or performance enhancing things. I don't like this excuse that, oh, I took something over the counter and it had something in it. Bullshit. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. If you're a million-plus-dollar athlete, you're not telling me that you're concerned? You're so concerned about if you're the highest-paid wide receiver in the league or the highest-paid quarterback or the highest-paid tight end or the highest-paid offensive line. You're so concerned about that shit, but yet you're not concerned about buying shit over the counter that it might fail you a drug test and suspend you for four games? Bullshit. Bullshit. Yep. Literally. You have to be more you have to be more concerned. They're so concerned about their brand oh. that they're not concerned about what they actually do. And that, that's a problem. Yeah. Not to like break up this other talk, we'll go back to the trading. Uh, someone just tweeted that from my website, Pinstripe Prospect, he tweeted that a substantial trade is going to be soon announced with the National League team, and Pariah is involved along with others. Yeah, yeah, because he was originally rumored that, uh, to be a part of the Gallo that, trade too. Wasn't yeah, he? he was originally in that. Yeah, that he's going. He's going to the Rockies. You're getting story. Yeah, story. Could yeah. be story. I th- it's probably National League. It's probably him. Well, John Gray. Or maybe John Gray. It could be John Gray. Or maybe both. I mean, depending on how many players are involved. Hey, do you, do you guys want to – I know this is a pipe dream for the Mets based on their current state, although we don't know what their roster is going to be like in 24 hours. But um, uh, what did you say about uh, Subway Series, World Series? I mean, that would, nah. be, that would be pretty good, but I don't think it's happening this year. <laughs> no. I don't think I don't it's going to happen. I'm going, I don't think either team's making it. I'm going it. all seven games. I'm going to all seven games. <laughs> I don't think either team's making it. <laughs> I don't have the money to go to all seven games. I don't have. The, I don't know if I have the money to go to one. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I think it was. It's going to be Dodgers Astros again. I don't know. No, I think it's going to be Padres. It's my. I'm calling it right now. My prediction right now, Dodgers Astros. It's my prediction. It's my prediction. Dodgers Astros again. And Dodgers win it. And the Astros built up their bullpen. 
and that's going to be key for them down the stretch. Yeah. They they got one last one last hope is this year for the Astros because they they're basically done after this year. And unless they bring in the trash cans again. Oh, well. I mean, Granky will be another <laughs> year older. I mean, I think he's got one more year on his deal. Granky will be another year older. Altuve is another year older. Correa's a free agent. Who are they? What are they doing? They lost Springer already. They're going to lose yeah. Correa. You know, they have Altuve and Bregman. Yuli Goriel is 58 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's what, he's what are they doing? They have no catcher. <laughs> you know, Verland is not coming back. They have a cat they have a catcher in the wings. They've got Corey Lee. He's like a year away. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> but that's not gonna you know, I, I still don't think I I think this is the that's why the Astros are buying the bullpen because they feel that like that's gonna be their in in the playoffs. And I think it's going to work for them until they get to the World Series. Could, well, could be. The other thing is McCullers is on an innings limit because of Tommy John. So yeah. they got to figure out what they're doing with that rotation. And Forrest Whitley is unavailable, and all their other pitching depth in their system was already used and injured. Talk about a bust, man. Forrest Whitley. Jeez. He had, yep. There was nothing for him to bust. It was just injuries. Yeah, it's been an injury. But, but that's all I'm saying. I mean, bust because of injuries. But, I mean, he's just been – he was so highly touted. And it just yes. never worked for him. It's unfortunate. But, I mean, he's still got Luis Garcia, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier. They still got pieces, man. I'm telling you, I think it's the Astros Dodgers again this year. So someone just asked. Uh, I mean, someone just tweeted that they asked Ferrara and if he was traded, and they said no trade when he was in the dugout. So, they just said he was pulled because they have a double header, so it's uh, might not be anything. Uh. I mean, not yet. Maybe they'll still something up. Maybe something still is happening. But, um, There'll be something going on. You never know. Maybe he doesn't know yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe because this guy, I, this other guy that said that, I like. I don't think he would be making that up. Hmm. He just said not traded yet. Again, I'm not 100% positive will happen, but I have been told he's been involved in those talks. So. Well, it's probably a major. He's probably a piece in a bunch of different things going on right now. So, you know, yeah, he's just playing it safe. Yeah. We'll see if if he's into the line. I mean, if he's not in the lineup for the second game of double header, then that's definitely something. Yeah. I'm still waiting to hear the shares of the Padres thing. Yeah. Yeah. And what the return is. I'd like to see what Washington gets out of this. They probably they probably will get like two of their top ten, but none of their top five. I think Paddock might be involved. 
I could actually yeah, see that underratedly. You know, I could see that happening. A major league starter, you know, yeah. you know, fill in and mm-hmm. and then a couple pieces like you said, you heard of, like, you know, Paddock. Let's couple, do something like a couple this. top Paddock, ten type Red- of things. Yeah, Paddock, Reggie Lawson, and maybe I don't know. They have somebody around, uh, probably around ten to fifteen. We got another one of these great. <laughs> like I have my phone on silent and it's still like after the last one I put it on silent and it still went off. I gotta charge my phone. Jesus Christ. Phone's dying. <sighs> you have till six thirty till another one of those is gonna go off. <laughs> Man, those the, that Padres rotation. Yeah, so yeah. I put it. I put it in the piece. The, the that Padres rotation right now is going to be uh, uh, Snell, uh, Paddock, Musgrove, Darvish, Weathers, and then you have Lamet coming back later in the season, and you have Scherzer in there. I mean, that's nuts. Don't forget about Clevenger next year. Clevenger next year, yeah. And Clevenger. Good Lord. Well, Snell's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a rough Snell would be good as like a Josh Hader type because yeah, Hader had the same issues in the minor leagues that Snell is having now. So maybe pull off that same type of trick. Yeah, I – I never believed in Snell. He won that Cy Young, and he was incredible. And I looked at his stats, and I remember saying before the before the year after that, I was like, "This dude is gonna fall off the map." And sure enough, when he had that, yeah, Snell was just Snell was just lucky. He was extremely lucky that year. If you looked at his peripherals. Like, it was like he has the stuff to be a reliever, like you said. He, he doesn't have he the stuff of a starter. Stuff, but he can't harness it. That's the biggest. Issue. And I'll tell you what. You right. know who else I think that of? Kumar Rocker. Mm. He's the Good same way. He's got a great two pitch mix. That third pitch, and the effort that he puts into his 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 delivery. And this is what, and you know it. You all heard me when the Mets drafted Rocker. I said Rocker's not that good. Mm-hmm. And I, now he might not I, even sign. And now we might not even sign. Well, the Mets would be fools to not try to sign him. But what they have to do is offer him a contract, forty percent of the slot value, so they can get the compensation pick next year. That's the rule in baseball. Yeah. Right. So if they offer him slot value was about five and a half million. Of course, they originally offered him six, but slot value is about five and a half. So you offer him three million. He's represented by Boris. He's probably not going to take it. That means the Mets right. get the eleventh Mets get the eleventh pick next year. One Which pick behind what they did. Exactly. By the way, exactly. Joel Sherman. Joel Sherman just tweeted out that uh, Yankees aren't making a trade. It's not Fiery for a trade. 
That's confirmed. So maybe it is just that they're having a doubleheader. That's still kind of weird, though. But People want to just make headlines right now. Everyone's just trying to find that one big thing to make a headline. As oh, soon as someone's taken out of the lineup. Oh, my God, this is grounds for saying that it could potentially be a trade. Yes, it could potentially yep. be a trade. But, you know, he could also be injured. He could want to go home. He could have a stomachache. <laughs> He could have, heck, one, another player could be needing time. Remember, this is the minor leagues. They're trying to season yeah. players. Well, heck, this, yep. isn't even just a, this isn't even just a baseball thing with guys coming out of the lineup, especially in, I think it was a couple of years ago, kind of switching sports a little bit. In the NHL, Johnny Gaudreau for the Flames, he came off the ice during a pregame skate before the trade deadline, and everybody was freaking out like, Oh my God, is he going to get traded? And in the press conference, I'm pretty sure he was just, he just said, everybody was like, well, why'd you go off the ice? He said, I just had to pee. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> this is what happens with the trade deadline season. Speaking of, Heyman, John Heyman just tweeted out Duffy has approved the deal to the Dodgers. There you go. Yeah, you missed the second half of the tweet. He's a uh, two and a half hour. He lives two and a half hours north of LA, so that's pretty cool for him. Thanks, yeah, John. Good fan. <laughs> that's good an fan. important part of the tweet. John Heyman decided to tweet it. It must be important. <laughs> Did anybody see his take on MLB Network the other oh, like last God. week about check swings? Yes, that was. Awful. Yeah, what was oh, that? It was so bad. Any- what the hell? <laughs> so bad. Wow. I I couldn't help but like I saw the video so many times on my Twitter feed and I just it cracked me up every time. Okay, th- th- this is actually very funny. The Jets are still in their facility right now and they just had to go take cover cuz there's a tornado that touched down right there. And I've been getting those <laughs> warnings also. So all those warnings I'm uh, I'm about five miles away from where the Jets practice facility is. Uh, yeah, there's a tornado there. No shit. Huh. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, and and the uh, game against the the Phillies Nationals. Um, this is a doubleheader, so that means the game's over. Uh, Brad Miller just hit a walk off grand slam. Nice. Wow. Brad Miller. Eleven to eight. Final score is what. I, if this is a uh, seven inning game, what a player, Brad no, Miller. Please, please <laughs> wow. Brad Miller. What a guy. Mets lead in the division. There's only three and a half games. The Mets better make a move now. Yeah, they have to. I mean, you know what's sad? There's a chance that if the Mets lose first place at any point, it's going to mean that the first place team in that division has a 500 record. That's sad. That's weak. That division, the division's just been bad this year. I thought that division was going to be one of the strongest divisions. Yeah, injuries, underperformances. Yeah. 
And you want to hear something really, really funny? I think the Marlins have the best run differential in the division, and they're in last place. Yeah. Well, the Marlins made some moves already. Marlins are looking to take over that division. They want to, but I don't think they're ready yet. I think they're they're such a weird team because they could have went and and bought this year and probably got in the division, and they could have they could sell and blow everything up. But they don't need to blow everything up because they have control of a lot of these players and they have a good yep. farm system. It's like they have the best of every single world. They're just not performing because of injuries. If Sixto Sanchez yeah. was healthy this season, they're in contention for first place. If Edward yeah, Cabrera oh, was yeah. healthy this yeah. season, they're in contention for first place. If J.J. Bleday didn't start the season injured and cold, he would probably be up to the big leagues at this point. Victor Victor Mesa was supposed to be a top 100 prospect. He's been hitting like a, a hundred in like high A or something like that. He's underperformed. They've just been underperformed and injured, just like every other team in that division. Yeah, but the the moves they made too, their pitching staff is going to be sick in a Lizardo, couple of years. That's such a steal. Lizard, I getting Lazardo. Get I, I don't understand that. Why would Oakland do that? I don't. Yeah, that. That was shocking. And they have Ramon Liriano. They have. You don't need another center fielder. Okay, it's a bat who gets on base. Okay, great. But I mean, why? Just why? Why not? Yeah, it's Lazardo's well, been underperforming too. I Is mean, it? maybe he's been underperforming for the past year and a half. Maybe no, the A's just the saw it. I just saw well, the funniest. He's, he's also got an eighty ERA. I mean, you know, maybe the A's just felt like. You know, look, make a move now. I just saw the funniest tweet. The the Not Sports Center Twitter just tweeted breaking in a thirty team trade. The Brooklyn Nets have acquired the entire Eastern Conference, and the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers have acquired the entire Western Conference. Yeah, I know. I know we're talking baseball here, but um, this Russell Westbrook trade, holy cow! Yeah, that's a that's a steal. Holy shit! Yeah. No, still of course, <laughs> of course the of course the Timberwolves traded Ricky Rubio. Yep. Yeah. But Torian Prince comes to Minnesota, so that'll be funny. We do love Prince here in Minnesota. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, the baseball front is too quiet right now. Scherzer rumor. Yeah. I'll be right back. I need to hear more shit on Scherzer. Like, I know. And everywhere else, too. I haven't, we haven't heard anything on Brian or Rizzo yet. No. Nope. It's too quiet. Something something big is happening. Yeah, that's that's when it's always. Yeah, something, something's up. It's just when is, when is mm. the shoe going to drop? Yeah. It could be like. Midnight. Like I have, I have not gotten a message from any Met source in over two hours. So I mean, I, that that happens like once a day. So something's cooking. Hmm. I mean, we pumped out the Scherzer article an hour and a quarter ago, and there's been nothing since. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a little strange. But if the if the Padres are going after Scherzer, then that means the Dodgers will probably come come to the Twins for Barrios, would be my guess. My my guess is they'd either go after Barrios or maybe they'd even see what Colorado would want for John Gray. John Gray's cheap. He's got uh, his cost is an FV forty five and uh, and like a major league ready, like okay prospect. Hmm. It's a cheap. It's cheap for him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Twins have a pretty, pretty high price on Barrios. They do. The Mets offered. I'm not sure how official it is, but the Mets apparently put on the table Mauricio and JT Jen, and it was declined. We turned that down. Wow. Yeah, we don't need it. Makes sense. It makes sense. We don't need Mauricio. It does make sense, but it's just. Ooh, those Mauricio are... is not an attractive piece for the Twins. He, no, why? He we don't need middle infielders. Jin, Jin has only been good for for six months. I mean, the the value isn't crazy high over there, but that yeah. just shows that. Okay, that's that's a that's a nice amount of value, but it just shows that the value that they want is much higher. The value is what they what they want, and value is majorly ready. Mm-hmm. Is that's why, like when they traded Nelly Cruz, they traded him for two Triple A pitchers, Strotman yep. and Ryan. That's what they're looking for. That's why the Mariners thing was interesting because Barrios, they were talking about George Kirby or Emerson Hancock being one of the. Uh, granted, they're not in Triple A, but they're close enough, and they're top. They're both first round picks. Mm-hmm. That's what Ow. the Twins are looking for. Alex, uh, Martino just Martino just put out. Sorry to switch it for a second, but Martino just put out that the Yankees and Rockies haven't talked about Trevor's story today per source. Yankees have made their interest known. It's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, they, I mean, that's an obvious tweet. They knew they were. I mean, everybody knew they were interested. So. Yeah, I don't think it's really anything new. It's going to be who gets them. Yeah, it's just that they haven't spoken today. Rockies will mess it up. <laughs> yeah, the Rockies is a straight story for like some number twenty six pick or something like twenty six prospect. Or they'll mess it up somehow because oh, the Rockies God. do. Rockies fans could have Arenado. Remember, remember what their uh... yeah, literally. I was about to say that the Arenado, the Arenado trade. Look at that. That's like it's going to be less than that value. It's almost like the Rockies want to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, is they draft these guys and they trade for these guys and they don't play them. Like, how long did it take for Brennan Rodgers to mm-hmm. come to the That's major true. leagues? Ryan McCann. Garrett Hampson. All these yep. guys were, like, top mm-hmm. prospects for years. Like, it seems like they were top prospects for years before they even got called up. It's just – the Rockies are just a disaster. They're the worst run organization in baseball. Yeah. That's not even – they're not really even close. No, not really. 
Yep. Alrighty, I'm gonna I'm gonna log off over here. It's great joining you guys. Have a great one. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna bounce too. Maybe grab something to eat and head yeah. out. I think it's a good time to jump off. It's been over an hour, so. Holy yeah, nothing's going on right now. Yeah, maybe we could do one like tomorrow after the de deadline passes. I'll be around tomorrow all day, so I'll be around to like edit and stuff like that. Like anything, any news that comes out, like any articles. I'll be around pretty much all day. I have to take like an hour in the afternoon. I have to pick up my wife from uh, Boston. But other than that, I'll be around. So. Yeah, which, by the way, plug, plug, keep up to date with us. We're going to have all the – we're going to keep track of all the trades and have analysis coming out soon after they're done. So, Yeah. And then we'll have, you know, grades for every division for coming out after the deadline. So Yeah. Right. Yep. You guys, AL East, AL Central. Have it out by Friday night. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys, for uh, you know watching this, if you did. And, of course, on the podcast version of this, that thank you, as always, for listening to the Too Much Podtar podcast. And, you know, just hopefully you got your teams did stuff that you liked. So, and you can follow me at – on Twitter, Alex Keeler for any all the latest updates once you know on um, the Yankees and MLB and the football when it starts up and uh, you can follow Johnny at JBall0202 and then uh, you can follow Carson. What, what was your Twitter? Uh, CBabs1120. And yes, yeah, so that's where you can find us and of course, primetimesportstalk.com for all the latest like. Carson said on all the trades and, and everything else. So, yeah. I'll see you guys later. Later. All right. Later. Later.